as we're doing captions this week, I thought I would take a moment to talk a little bit around what makes a great caption. Now, of course, there is no right and wrong answer to this. Captions are entirely yours and yours alone, and how you write them is yours and yours alone. But I wanted to talk about some of the kind of key topics on what makes a great caption. And, you know, not just from a great in terms of what gets the most engagement, but great in terms of, you know, authenticity and how much that caption actually captivates other people. So let's dive in. What makes a great caption? Well, the first part of your caption that, need, that it makes it great is, of course, the first line. The first line of your caption needs to have a great hook because we want people to tap that more button and then reveal the rest of the caption. If they do not reveal the rest of the caption, it doesn't matter how good the rest of your caption is because they haven't tapped more. Yeah, it's like an email. Like you might, you could write an amazing email, but if the headline and the subject line isn't highly clickable and if they never open it, then they'll never read it and it doesn't matter how good the email is, right? So we must, must, must ensure that our hook for our caption is something that people want to read, okay? And something that's gonna make them tap more. So how do we do that? We need to make it enticing, don't we? We need to make it enticing, something that's gonna draw them in, okay? So something that's gonna lead into a story is always a great beginning line for a caption, you know? This is the biggest thing that I've learned in my time on Instagram, dot, dot, dot. Oh, tell me, what have you learned, okay? Yeah? When I first started, I used to get this completely wrong. Dot, dot, dot. Okay? This is just good headline writing. And, you know, in the workbooks, I've shared links to headline analyzers and headline creators that you can use to help you write good headlines. But this should be just good headline writing. But like I say, I really think, you know, a good caption is one where there is some kind of story and there is some kind of transformation. Now, a transformation might be, you know, you evolving from A to B, or might be a story about a person evolving from A to B. A transformation can also just be making someone laugh, like going from zero to transforming them into someone who's laughing really funny. It can be any of those things, but there should be, you know, a causality to the thing. Yeah, a, a deliberate approach to that thing. Captions work really well when they add context to conversations. If you've made a great carousel, you can add some additional context, some long form content that's kind of out of scope of a carousel. A carousel can only really have so many words on it. It's not designed to be really, really wordy, but a caption can be. You know, a caption can be that sort of micro blog that people can really read through and add in some context. Or maybe a caption can be, you know, a more fleshed out edition of a tutorial that you shared in your carousel. Or maybe it can be a story, right? So you might have a, a caption that starts, when I first started on Instagram, this was the biggest mistake I made, dot, 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 okay? And then the next line is, when I came in, I thought that it was just about the content, comma. It wasn't. New paragraph, yeah? So it's nice, punchy lines. The caption should be broken up into easy to digest paragraphs. The text on Instagram is very small, and if you run it all together into a massive block, it becomes almost impenetrable. 
So you want your caption to break down into nice, digestible, one, two, maximum three line paragraphs where you just walk people through a story or a tutorial. Now, it shouldn't be just a direct carbon copy of whatever your post was. So let's say you made a carousel in his tutorial. It shouldn't just be, oh, here's literally the carousel rewritten into a caption. It shouldn't be that. It should be adding some additional context. What I like to do, if I am doing a tutorial in my carousel, I like to write the caption around the mindset. So let's say I'm doing a tutorial around reels and the tutorial goes, yeah, this is how you make, you know, a reel that gets 10,000 views, you know, step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. That's the carousel. I've taught you the process. In the caption, I might say, you know, the 10K reel formula isn't actually easy to do, dot, dot, dot. And then I might talk a little bit about the mindset. You know, the first thing you're going to struggle with when it comes to reels is X. Then you're going to need to overcome Y. Okay, it's that context. Again, I love the word context when it comes to captions because otherwise, you know, tutorials can be very isolated, right? They're literal steps. They're one, two, three, four, five. That's the process. But what's the context? What's the mindset, right? What's the thought process that I need to go through to actually utilize this post that you've given me? We talked about massive action way back when in this podcast and how you want to drive massive action with your posts. Well, massive action is, of course, yes, the process, but it's also the mindset, right? So can you help contextualize the tutorial you've just shared with people by talking about that mindset in the caption in order to help people take action upon something and do something with it? I could have that you know, a post that's called, you know, the 10K real formula. And then the caption might be, this is why you'll get this wrong, dot, 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 <laughs> right? And I might go, you know, the first thing I taught you was to create a killer hook. What you need to appreciate is that hook needs to last about one second and hook people in, Right or don't take too long, or I might talk about reels and how, you know, this is, uh, in the carousel, I might talk about how you structure your reel, and then in the caption, I might talk about, here's an example structure for you. Like, how can you add in additional detail, additional story, additional context, additional mindset? And if you can make that story related to you and your struggles, then even better, because that then adds authenticity. So it's not just sort of, and out-of-the-box stuff. Sometimes some of the tutorials that we post, they feel a little bit out-of-the-box, right? The place where you bring in that authenticity and you build on the brand of you is in the caption because that's where the storytelling takes place. And that's unique to you. So how can you bring that storytelling in? And as I always say, you know, go back to that moment when you first tried the thing, when you were first struggling with the thing, that moment, you know, just before your transformation, go back to that moment and think about how did you feel? You know, what was the emotion of that moment, right? And then connect that with how they will feel because that's how you felt and then tell a story about how you overcame that. Right, again, your transformation is right there, helping you, guiding you in the way, guiding you in how you talk to people, guiding you in the stories that you tell. And your captions are a great opportunity to do it. So you need a good hook. 
something's gonna get them tapping that more. If they don't tap the more, doesn't matter what else you've got in your caption, right? Then you need a good story or some good context or some good background broken up into short paragraphs that are easy to digest. Those paragraphs ideally should also be a little bit peppered with the odd emoji, not crazy emoji town. <laughs> Just, you know, maybe one, max two emojis per paragraph. Just to give it some color, some flavor, some break it up a little bit, you know? Use emojis like fires and smiley faces, really relevant stuff that you've got in there just to kind of, you know, add some flavor and, and make that caption that much more easily digestible and engaging. There are even emojis just for numbers. Like, so it's, you know, like you've got the number one, instead of just writing one dot, you know, you could use an emoji of the number one. Just adds color, just adds flavor makes it easier to digest. Importantly, this whole thing needs to be scannable. So it doesn't, you don't make it war and peace, you know, break down simple paragraphs, easy to digest, good context, nice story and connection. And then at the bottom of that, you want your call to action. Now in theory, you can have your call to action at the top. You know, you could put like, share this if you can relate kind of thing at the top of your caption. Obviously that call to action isn't gonna get people tapping more, but that's okay. Maybe that wasn't the intention. So you could have the call to action at the top. You know, oftentimes when I'm making a carousel that I think is like, oh, people need to save this. This has got tons of cool stuff in it, right? My first line might be, you know, hit save, then find out the secret to this below, right? So I'm kind of, you know, promoting the call to action whilst also not sacrificing the rest of my caption. So you can have a call to action at the top or right at the bottom when you get someone to do something. When you get to your call to action at the bottom, again, you wanna be going after your four engagement factors, likes, comments, saves and shares, okay? So tell people what you want them to do, okay? Tell people what you want them to do. If you're asking a question, you want that question to be nice and simple, okay? Not something that I need to rack my brains over to think about. The questions that are replied to are questions that are very, very easy to respond to, but also, you know, slightly in the middle, okay? Not something that just anyone's gonna go, yes, of course I do, right? You know, do you like Instagram? Well, I'm not gonna answer that. It's obviously a yes or I wouldn't be on it, okay? What do you like about Instagram? That's a better question. I should be able to come up with the answer to that question instantaneously. If I have to really dive the depths of my brain to answer your question, I'm just not gonna do it. Like people are moving around this thing too fast to do that, okay? If I have to dive the depths of my soul to be able to answer the question, it's too complex a question. And even if I have the answer, I'm not gonna write a massive, massive, massive comment answering it, yeah? So you just wanna make it straightforward and easy to come to. What do you love about Instagram? What do you hate about Instagram? Hashtags, love them or hate them, and why? Yeah, just simple questions that someone can come to a direct answer to and then go, cool, here's my answer. Those then, of course, stimulate further conversation. Now, one thing I will say about this, of course, and again, I've talked about this in, you know, what makes good content, right? One thing I will say is, oftentimes it's tempting to like ask for a share. I don't think, I've never really been a massive fan of asking for shares. You know, I think, I think you can do like share this if you can relate kind of thing, you know. But don't, don't do sort of, if you liked this, please share it kind of thing, because that's kind of, do you know what I mean? It just, it doesn't strike me as the content should earn the share in and of itself. So, you know, 
share, if you're going to talk to someone about sharing, you're going to give them a call to action about sharing, then it should be because there's some kind of message in there that you would want someone to pass on because it's an important message or it's funny or something like that. Not just asking for the share because you would really like a share. Yeah, just a sidebar there. So make sure you've got that caption there. One thing, last thing about captions is, you know, again, I always talk about how I use Creator Studio to schedule my content. I just find it easier. It's really powerful, easy to get stuff done in it. Um, it's much easier to write good captions on desktop than it is on your phone. And you're going to have a lot fewer typos that way. So, you know, obviously make sure you proofread your caption. And uh, if you have desktop, you know, write the caption out on desktop. You'll get much more into it. There'll be more substance to it, more flow to it, you know, more copy, more storytelling. And it'll just, it'll just be easier. If you try and write the whole thing out on your phone, it's probably going to end up really short. And you're struggling to, you know, edit the copy because you're scrolling around this tiny little window at the same time. Just It just makes it easier if you use a desktop to rewrite your captions. Now, I've included in the bonus loads of caption formulas. I've also included 30 post and caption ideas and the captions are broken down paragraph by paragraph. So you can literally take those and post something on those and the caption is broken down for you. So it's gonna walk you through some of the different methods of caption structuring to help you. But I hope this podcast episode gave you a little bit more background in terms of what I think is a great caption and how you can be writing a good caption. These are, as with everything on Instagram, something that will evolve over time. You'll get better at it. You'll get more concise at it. You'll get better at copywriting and you know, you'll continue to evolve that over time as well. So, you know, at first, again, like everything, it's going to feel a little bit clunky, a little bit of work, but I can assure you just keep practicing, keep working these simple structures, simple paragraphs, simple breakdowns, and your captions start getting richer and richer and more meaningful. And when you start doing that, you really start driving that authentic engagement with your audience. See you in the next one.